Well, I am on my way back from my out-of-town visits, which went amazing. It was so good to uh, connect with people that I haven't seen in a while. And I did my first speaking engagement as Reinventing Amber. <laughs> you know, no radio attached to me, no former radio personality name, um, just me. You know, I showed up as me in my sneakers and what I felt cute in, and I just showed up as me. And I didn't really know how it went, because you never know. Like, sometimes you don't get that instant gratification, like, okay, you know, like, people say thank you and whatever, but it was the message that I received tonight about how my words affected this person. And um, it just made me emotional, because I'm standing in my truth, I'm standing in my purpose, and for so long, you know, and I talked about purpose tonight because there was, you know, a variety of ages in the room. And I was just talking about how purpose does not come in a job title. It does not come in a job application online. You know, like most of the time people are creating their purpose from nothing or just showing up as themselves. You know, like it took me a really long time. And one kid was like, well, how old were you when you found your purpose? Uh, like 30. <laughs> and his face was like, whoa. You know, because I was a partier in my 20s. I didn't care about career. I just wanted to hang out with my friends and drink and party. And it wasn't until I found radio and then discovered what I thought I wanted and then discovered that that wasn't it. So truly, I didn't discover my purpose and discover what I was in this world until about 30. And that's okay. And that's what I was telling them tonight. Like, that's my kick lately. Who cares what age you are when you discover it? Because you want to know why? You discovered it. You tapped into your potential. You found out what beautiful gifts lie inside of you and what problem needs to be fixed or what your gifts can do to help people. That's what it's all about. And some of these kids, man, their answers tonight. Like, they just want to help people. Like, one little boy was like, I just, I want to do everything that I possibly can to help people. I wanted to cry right then and there. You know, I was like, you are a special little soul, my man. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see people wanting to discover their purpose. And it was just a really amazing day. I lived in the moment. I revisited some spots that you know, were important to me in the three years that I lived in Fort Wayne, got to saw, you know, got to see some people and, uh, it was, it was perfection at its finest. And so as I am driving and processing my emotions and processing the day and I'm, it's nighttime and I'm driving and I had these flashbacks of all the times I have been on the road. Like, I love driving on the road. Like, I have my music. It helps me clear my mind. I just love being one with the road. It's very soothing. And it's good for the soul to, like, get out and explore. But I think about, um, you know, just from jobs like nine years ago, I was a, a high school rep. And I was visiting schools around the state. So I was always in the car and I was driving. 
and have it from place to place. But I loved it because it was music and driving and it was cool. Then I was going and I was speaking to kids about media. Like, it was dope. And then I started to drive more when I was living in Vermont. And I would go out of town and, you know, because where I was living in Rutland, that was it. <laughs> you had to go out of town to go to a Target, you know, which was like an hour and 10 minutes. So like on a Saturday, just to go get the, the scent of Target, you know, you had to get in the car and drive. But it was awesome because I was driving through the mountains, you know, like I'd eat both sides of me. It was like, boom, there's mountains and I've got my music and I'm driving. Then I got a part-time radio opportunity in Boston. So once a month, I was driving six hours in a day, three hours there and three hours back, do a five hour shift, drive around Boston, sightsee a little bit, grab some dinner, get back in the car and drive back to Vermont and start my week of, you know, my show in Vermont. But it was awesome because I love being on the road and I was just really thinking about how much of my life has been spent on the road, <laughs> you know? And uh, I think that also played into why I wanted to build roots and, and I needed to figure out where that was going to be. You know, in my life, I truly believe almost was going to be set up in Fort Wayne. You know, like I really, my girl Marissa, it's my ride or die. <laughs> we had dinner tonight and it was so good to see her. Like, you know, when you just meet that soul sister and you're like, oh, disconnected at the soul. So we had a really awesome dinner. And I told her, I said, my choices were narrowed down. It was either going to be Fort Wayne or Detroit. She's like, really? I don't think I ever knew that. I was like, there was no other places that I wanted to live, you know? And people would ask me throughout my career, like, what's the next great place you're going to live? I don't know. And there was nothing that ever pulled at me. Detroit was always speaking to me, you know? But I thought I had to have radio. So I was like, yeah, that's never going to happen. So uh, I'm just going to rule that out. Because at the time, I was so attached to radio that I thought that was the only way it was going to bring me back to the area. So, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it really started to surface um, emotions in me, you know, like, and different kinds of emotions, not like what I had dealt with before. It was, where are you going to plant roots? And so then that added anxiety, you know, to my life at the time. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. It's kind of like when I didn't know what my purpose was or what I was going to do. Like, it was just another level of anxiety. And you're like, ah. <laughs> so I actually had uh, somebody ask me that. They were like, you know, when are you going to find a place to call home and like settle down like whoa 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 let's watch out for that s word <laughs> it's always a word that i ran from i was like settle i don't want to settle such a overused um negative word but it's really not a negative word you know because it's good to plant roots but I always used to tell myself, like, settle down, you're right. Never! That changed. So, yeah, so it just, you know, it, it really boiled down to um, those two places. It was
was either going to be Fort Wayne or it was going to be Detroit. And Fort Wayne had a lot of beautiful things that, you know, fed my life while I was there. And like even driving around the city today and I drove past my old apartment, which I loved that apartment. Like that, hands down, was such a kick-ass apartment. But I just remembered how much I was out and about in that city. Like I was everywhere. Like I had my hands in the pot of everything. I was like, what's going on this weekend? What, what, you know, like I was, I was out, you know, exploring and getting to know the city. But there was still something in me that was wanting more. And I didn't really know exactly what it was. It was hard to put into words. So all I would could say was, I'm just not fulfilled. I need more. I just need that big city. That's what, that's what I used to say. I just need that, you know, big city vibe. And I mean, Fort Wayne's great, but I just need more. And then I was starting to go back to Detroit like once a month, sometimes like once every couple months. And every time I was in that city, man, oof, it just lit me up. And then every time I started to leave, it was a little harder and a little harder. And it was like chipping away at me and I was crying on the way home. It's called my friends like, I can't believe I'm leaving. Why am I crying? This sucks. But I love waking up the city. So I got to go back and do my purpose. <laughs> and then, you know, I would let it subside and I would do my job. But then, you know, things were starting to stress me out at work and there was friction and it was just it was a lot of bullshit but I loved waking up the city I loved it and I actually talked about that today I said you know the book The Alchemist I can relate to that book so so much because I felt like I was the shepherd boy you know we all are and if you've never read the book it's a really fantastic book but I think about that book quite a bit because I can relate to his story. You know, he, he was on the, the search to see the great pyramids in Egypt. And then he got there and realized what the important thing in life is. So I was telling my friend today that set up the speaking engagement. I said, you know, because she's read it too. I said, it's like the alchemist. I reached something in my career that was pivotal for me. Pivotal for a woman. I was the first female host in a city that has never had a, a female host for the first time. For me, for the city, like for the station, like it was a big deal. And I was like, yes, I did it. I got my own morning show. I have arrived. I made it. Now what? You know? <laughs> and so it that's when it started to really become apparent like, okay, well, Amber, you got to do some digger deeping because, um, or deeper digging because something ain't right. You know, you don't feel, and that's what I shared with, with people tonight. I said, it should have been so fulfilling, and it was. But then when it, stopped becoming fulfilling then you ask yourself well now what what's missing from your life 
why don't you feel fulfilled? And a lot of it was within, because that always comes first. But then you start to ask yourself other questions, and, you know, and then it was pretty clear to me that I missed home. I missed the Detroit area. A place that I ran away from. But my path led me back. It happened really fast, too. Like, even, you know, like, it, it didn't feel foreign, per se, driving around Fort Wayne today. Because it, it was only three months ago. But because I left so abruptly, <laughs> I was like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm leaving. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> you know. So, connecting the dots. I've been talking about this a lot lately just with different conversations I've had and on social media because we all connect our own dots but you never connect the dots when you're in the middle of it when you're going through situations you're never connecting the dots because you don't understand what the fuck's going on in your life you're like what does this mean I don't know what's going on why am I not fulfilled why does this job feel so painful to go every day why is this relationship not working I'm so amazing because all of it is leading you to where you're going. But you're supposed to have fun along the way, and that's where we miss out. And I can, you know, be guilty of that. I have. You know, like, thinking about how beautiful it was to be living in Vermont and having mountains all the way around me, but yet I was so, had my head like in la la land thinking about what's next and I missed out I mean I I did a lot there and I was connected with nature and I was you know but I was still missing out on the present I wasn't being present and then even today when I was driving to my friend's house I'm like wait a minute why does this look different and I'm like paying attention to where I was actually driving I was like whoa this connects deeper than when I was living here because my head was in the clouds because I was thinking about my life and what's next and I was never present. So when you really stop like overthinking shit and you pay attention to the present moment and you're just, you're being and that's it, things look differently. And that's what the bigger message for me on this visit today there was more to it than just coming back to Fort Wayne and speaking. There were there were just more bits of information in my life that is part of the connecting the dots. And it was uh, it was just a, a beautiful day, and I'm so grateful that I was asked to come back and speak. And it was so funny because as I was driving into the city, there was a a billboard. And it said, take this show on the road. And I had to laugh. I was like, that's funny because uh, that is part of my plan. <laughs> you know, like, I want to travel and speak. So, yes, I am taking this show on the road. <laughs> Literally, because I'm talking to you right now as I'm recording this. And uh, I love doing this podcast. I was talking about that tonight. You know, that sometimes your purpose, it just... 
just discover it you know you're not it's not gonna look it's not gonna come presented in a pretty box with a bow on it and a name tag to you from the universe <laughs> you know like doesn't happen like that you got to open up the present remove the tissue paper open up the second box remove that tissue paper oh wait there might be a third box and that might have duct tape on it <laughs> you know you're like shit but you eventually get to it if you don't give up and, and you are really wanting to live the best life possible, you know, because that's why we're here. We're here to really live a beautiful life and we're just usually caught up in garbage. And there's more to it than the human experience, you know, it's deeper than that. There's so much deeper than that, but that's, that's on a whole different level for a different day. <laughs> so... I just wanted to record this episode because I'm just so full of gratitude and today was a really beautiful day. So in your life, stay present, stay in the moment, know that life will work itself out, it always does. But strength is needed, resiliency is needed. You know, like I was telling my friend tonight over dinner, I said, everybody goes through life through their own perspective and their own scope. The human experience is really difficult if you let it be difficult. Not everybody has the strength and the capacity to live their best life because they let their own minds start to wear on them they let society or what other people's opinions the next thing you know your human experience was a disaster and maybe you grab some addictions along the way or maybe you know god forbid you ended up on the street and you're homeless or in jail or whatever i mean there's so many people that didn't have the strength to live their best life and everybody deserves to live their best life and to be happy and to be creators of their life and to know that they're valuable and needed. And it's a shame that, you know, this world wants to keep everybody in boxes. Now, bust the hell out of those boxes and create your life. So, that is my message tonight as I get to go back to the Detroit area. So full of love and joy and bliss and knowing that I am exactly where I need to be in my life right now and that makes me feel so good like my friend said to me today you look so happy and I said with a big old smile I am I am I'm very very happy I made myself happy and that's how you do it in life you make yourself happy then you make other people happy you know, contribute to their happiness, not make them happy, but you know what I mean. Then you can share your light and your love with other people. And that's what it's about. So, much love to you. Enjoy the rest of your night, day, whenever you're listening to this. And as always, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Peace.